Welcome to the Gen X Women's Guide to Love podcast. I'm your host, Shonda Howard, and I'm going to teach you exactly how to stop attracting all of the wrong men so you can meet and marry the man of your dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you are doing well wherever you are. Gosh, I cannot believe that we are so close to Thanksgiving and the end of the year. I am actually cooking up something really fun for everybody as we think about closing out this year and heading into a new year. So stay tuned for details on that. I'll probably be talking about it on next week's episode of the podcast. And I don't know where you are in the world, but it's really cold here in Chicago. Really, really cold. And I realize I'm always talking about the weather. So fun aside, I used to kind of want to be a weather person, like reporting the weather on the news or the weather channel, a female Jim Cantori, if you will. That was kind of my backup dream if musical theater, acting, singing, dancing didn't work out. And I was all in on that dream for over a decade. And then I kind of found new dreams along the way. So I never pursued my dream of becoming a weather person, but maybe I can just report the weather to all of you. (laughs) Anyways, this week I have another short episode for you, but I want to talk about something that I think is really important that I work on all of my clients with when they are looking for love or looking to improve their relationship. And that is the power of belief. And what do I mean by the power of belief? So the power of belief is really what we're tapping into as we move into the second and third phase of attracting your soulmate or, you know, improving your relationship. So we have three steps that we always go through that I always go through with all my clients. The first one is releasing your past. The second one is creating a life you love. And the third one is doing the work to attract your person. Now in the second and third phase, we're really working on elevating and increasing your belief that what you want, what you desire in partnership, in marriage, in love, in a relationship is not only possible, but that it is for you, that it is also looking for you, that it is not only possible, but that it's inevitable. And that belief is so important because If you are walking around and you're trying to do this work, but you have a very deep belief that it's not going to work out for you or that this work isn't working, it's not happening fast enough, that the type of person that you want doesn't exist because all the good ones are taken, et cetera, et cetera. Or that, you know, if you're in relationship and and you have a deep belief that, well, this is just how he is. It's never going to change. It's never going to get better. That belief underneath the surface is going to be working against all of your conscious efforts to change your circumstance. And that's why creating belief is actually probably one of the most important foundational pieces of the work to finding somebody. And I actually think I wasn't planning on saying this, but I actually think that's one of the power, like one of the superpowers of hiring a coach is because you're basically bringing someone into your life that can hold that belief for you first. And when you can see that someone else believes that it's going to happen for you, that you're going to get to have the relationship of your dreams that you desire, that starts to elevate your own belief. So think about that for a second, because think about how often in your own life, you might be looking to other people around you to reflect back to you 
confidence and belief in what it is that you're doing, no matter what that is. So for example, you might want to start a new career venture. And before you can really believe that you can actually do it, you might be talking to your friends or your family and really kind of wanting them to give you the feedback of, you would be so great at that. Why don't you go after it? Or you might be wanting to talk to recruiters and have a recruiter tell you, your resume is perfect for this. You are perfect for this. We're going to send you out on these types of jobs. And so I think it's a very natural thing, a very normal thing, by the way, for us to really look to outside people in our lives to outsource that belief. And what we don't realize is that that really means that the belief is such an important part. But what we have to do, what we have to learn to do, not only when we're finding love, but in every area of our life is stop outsourcing that belief and start creating it for ourselves. Because when we create it for ourselves, that's when we have true inner confidence. So I have actually a really funny story that I want to tell you about the, the power of belief. And it's for my own life. And I, I think this is so funny. I think it's really going to illustrate this for you. But I want you to really think about on a scale of one to 10 right now, if you are single and looking for love, where is your level of belief that it is going to happen? And so maybe you're at a level five or a level six or a level seven. I want you to get really, really honest and ask yourself where on a scale of one to 10, 10 being, I believe a hundred percent. I know with certainty in my bones, it's going to happen. And one being, I don't really believe it at all. Where would you fall? And then once you rate your number, now we have to close the gap. And so if you're at a number four or five or six or seven, I want you to write down what are all of your thoughts about believing that it's going to happen. What are all of the thoughts right now? Are they, do you have thoughts of, I'm probably too old. It's never happened before. So I don't know it can happen. I, I think all the good ones are taken already. Just start to brainstorm. Where are you at? What are the, what's the number you're at on a scale of one to 10? And then what are all the thoughts that line up with that number? And then once you can see those thoughts for what they are, which just lines up with the number, I then want you to ask yourself the question, if I were at a level 10 out of 10 of belief, what would I be thinking and feeling? Now, I know for me, if I was at a level 10 out of 10 in belief, I would probably be thinking, I know my person is out there. I trust it. I know I'm always being guided. I know the universe wants to bring me my person just like I want my person. I know I'm being supported. I know that I'm right on time. All it takes is just one. And I believe I can get behind the belief that there is another person, that there is just one person out there that's a perfect match for me. I believe deeply that I'm worthy of the relationship of my dreams. I deserve the relationship of my dreams. So those are some thoughts to get you started. But really what we want to do is we want to start to move towards that level 10 out of 10 and belief. And a, a really easy, simple way to do it is to start to ask yourself, well, what would I be thinking and feeling if I were already there? And then you can start to access those feelings and those thoughts. You want to start to access a feeling of certainty. 
And you want to practice those thoughts. Even if they don't feel true now, you want to start to practice thinking thoughts that line you up with believing it's going to happen. Now, here is a quick story. So this really, like I said, it's going to illustrate for you why belief is so important. So my son, when we moved into this apartment here in Chicago, we were downgrading from a three bedroom home in Los Angeles to a two bedroom apartment in Chicago. It was all that was available during the time we were looking. We really needed something quickly. So we decided to say yes. And we hadn't quite figured out how we were going to get our two boys to sleep in a room together. At the time, our baby was about five, six months old, and he was still waking up at about five o'clock in the morning every day. So we, the first night, just decided to rip the bandaid off. We were like, let's just put him in there and see what happens and pray. <laughs> and, and that first night, it wasn't so terrible because he did wake up a little before six, but I was able to sneak in and get him out before Charlie, my three-year-old, woke up. So the next night, again, more praying and put them both in the bed in the same room and they were in separate beds, but in the same room and 530, my youngest wakes up. I go in to try to sneak him out and my three-year-old sits up in his bed and looks at me and says, I want to get up too. (laughs) I was like, oh no, this is not good. My three-year-old as an aside is an amazing sleeper. He sleeps until eight o'clock in the morning every day if I let him. So He wouldn't have it with me leaving the room with his brother and he insisted on getting up. So I let him get up and play. And by 10 o'clock, he was exhausted because he's not used to getting up that early. And he looked at me like completely cross-eyed. I'm so tired and ended up falling asleep on the couch. So I was like, this is not going to work for our family. I think I tried it one or two more days. Same thing was happening. I just... I was like, he is going to be too tired if he's up at 536. He needs that sleep. So what am I going to do? So we really quickly changed course. We decided Henry, the youngest, would sleep in our master bedroom closet. So we have a giant walk-in closet in a portable crib. And so that actually worked out beautifully. But the one problem we had was that we were in this new environment, in this new town, in this new home. And my three-year-old was adjusting to that. And so There was a level of comfort for him with knowing his brother was in the room when he would go to bed. And we didn't want to take that away. We knew he really wanted his brother to be sleeping in the room with him. So we very quickly changed course. We put our youngest son to bed in our closet and we ordered a fake baby from amazon.com. And when the fake baby arrived, What we would do is every night we would put Charlie to bed. We would tell him, oh, we're going to put Henry to bed in our closet first. And then after your bedtime routine, we'll bring him into his crib. And y'all, it's been about eight months of this and it's worked beautifully. But basically what we do is we put Charlie to bed. We do his entire bedtime routine in his room. We turn the lights off. He has a little nightlight. He's in bed, snuggled up. And then he looks at us and says, I want you to bring Henry. And we get fake baby out of the closet. And we wrap him up in a little like swaddle like blanket ordeal. And in the dark, we kind of carry him over to the crib and we set him down very gently. And we turn him on his side so he looks like he's sleeping so peacefully. And then my three-year-old just kind of snuggles up and he feels so calm and he feels so 
cozy and he feels so at ease knowing his brother is in his room and he goes right to sleep. He drifts off to sleep. And not once since our move here has he been afraid in his room or has he been wanting to come sleep in our bed or any of that. And that's really important for my sleep and my sanity. But what it actually really points out to me is that there's a fake baby in his room. And because he believes in the fake baby as being another body in the room with him, his entire mind and body and nervous system is at ease and he's able to sleep peacefully and he's able to get great sleep and wake up feeling refreshed. No drama. Okay. Now, if the baby were not there, it would be a completely different story because he would want to come in our room and he'd want to know where his brother is and he wouldn't feel safe sleeping in there. So we gave him the fake baby. So that means for you, in order to basically quiet your monkey mind, get out of that place, that ego-centric place, not, I don't mean ego like thinking great of yourself. I mean that ego part of yourself that's based in fearful thinking that wants to take you down that rabbit hole of, by the way, it's there to protect you, but that wants to take you down that rabbit hole of thinking, it's not going to happen. You might as well give up. There's no, all the good ones are taken. That whole story Think about it for a second. When you are thinking that those thoughts and you're believing that story and that's your level of belief, do you feel at ease? Do you feel trusting? Do you feel relaxed? Do you feel confident? Do you feel powerful? No, you feel the opposite of that. You feel anxious. You feel worried. You feel frustrated. You feel sad. You feel lonely. You feel unhappy with your life. All of that, all of that drama. So the antidote to that is to really deepen your belief because when you can believe that it's going to happen or that you can believe in your own fake baby or we'll call it fake husband for the time being, if you can believe that there's a fake husband who's out there, he's just on the other side of the, of your room. He's in the crib. Even though it's not real, if you can allow yourself to access that belief, You're going to feel so much more powerful, so much more confident when you're dating. You're not going to feel anxious. You're not going to be attached to certain guys. You're going to have a much easier time kind of navigating dating from that place. And it all stems from believing. And when you can reach a level 10 out of 10 of belief, by the way, that's when you become, again, that energetic match for your person. That's when you're on the same frequency or the same radio station as your soulmate, as the love of your life. So hopefully that makes sense. By the way, I did just release a, an amazing 28 page guide to meet your soulmate in five months. It's so comprehensive. It's a lot of the deep work that I talk about in this podcast. So if you are single, if you're looking for love and you're ready to do that work to meet your soulmate in five months, then head over to my Instagram and you're going to want to pop into my DM and just message me the word guide and I'll send you that 28 page guide for free. I don't know that it's going to be for free for a long time, but for right now, I will send it to you for free if you come to my Instagram and you message me. So that is it. That is your work for today. Your work for today is to start to access a level of belief, a 10 out of 10 of belief that your person is on the way. They're coming. 
that will allow you to relax and show up from a very confident, calm, trusting, loving place, which by the way, is the vibe of going on dates and your person and lots of men, by the way, being super magnetized to you. So I'm sending you all of my love. Come over to my Instagram, message me if you want that guide. Stay tuned for details. I'm going to be releasing details of a really fun way that we're going to close out the year and we're going to head into the new year together. And that's it. I hope you have a beautiful week and stay warm wherever you are. Thank you so much for listening to the Gen X Woman's Guide to Love podcast. If you liked this episode, I would be so honored if you'd share it with someone who you know is looking for love. And if you're ready to take this work even deeper, I invite you to head on over to shondahoward.com forward slash free, where you can download your free meditation to attract your soulmate.